pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. And surprise, it's Thursday. Uh, if you are listening to this on Thursday, I am on a plane to Las Vegas for UFC 269 festivities. Uh, so we thought we would record on Wednesday and put the podcast out on Thursday. But let's just go to what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? The weekly check-in on what four 40-year-old men are wearing. It is a wrestling podcast. Wrestling shirts are mandatory. And Brian kind of showed what he was wearing so we're just gonna let brian go <laughs> yeah i well i said last week that i had two new additions uh or I, that i bought on black friday i said ah yes but we got something new and you know i went back and forth on this one a lot there because there were so many deals so many options but boy with the announcement today that the one and only big daddy cool Big sexy Kevin Nash coming to Harpo's at GCW January 14th. It shows I made the right choice because I have a vintage diesel power WWF newspaper print shirt. Couldn't have picked it any better. All right, Joe, what do you got? Oh, it, Brian, are you really excited to see the leader of the NWO Wolfpack at GCW? They are uh, well, your favorite version of the of the NWO. Yeah, I'm gonna try to pass by that and go go back to uh, when he was Oz and or, oh, nice. or Vinny Vegas, and we'll, we'll talk about those times instead. Exactly, or Super Shredder. I yeah. am going with he's huge. He huge in Portland. Hot Rod, the Roddy Piper original will reprint uh, old school retro. shirt. I'm going with retro. Hot, just retro. just say retro, Joe. Retro. Hey, it's Wednesday. I don't, I got word finding difficulties. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I, I still have it on the, the list of shirts to buy uh, a Brit Baker uh, <laughs> or a Brit Baker DDS shirt, but D- DMD, of, but whatever. Or DM, DMD, DMD. Sorry. It kind of ties into the shirt because I was getting ahead of myself. I decided to wear Isaac Yankum DDS. Ah, okay. Beautiful. By the way, so, side point, side point, before you go, because you, you said your shirt is epic. I actually huge. didn't know Britt Baker was still a dentist part-time. Yeah. Like she, she, practices. Does, she does, it practices on Mondays and, and cause I read a, a report on uh, uh, like her crazy schedule, which I just think is crazy, which is, yeah. which is fantastic. Shit. And apparently the wrestling creeps have been going to the dentist just because it's her dentistry <laughs> in florida well, to be so. honest i'm sure most of them wouldn't, wouldn't go to the dentist anyway so at least uh, they're getting their improving. oral hygiene taken care of all right so last week i uh won the award for the greatest t-shirt in the history of our great podcast t-shirt situation appointed award yes yeah there's only one vote right yes, yes. And that's the only vote that matters this week <laughs> single kid participation trophy award single got kid. it the second greatest shirt in the history of our great sport part of me wants to be dramatic and turn around no i'm not doing the hundred dollar bet this week you fucking guys all lost last week a bastion booger shirt (laughs) oh macho man slim jim nwo too with the nwo logo it's two-sided it's from our friends at 2800 studios that brought me the oddity shirt a couple weeks ago uh, get signed up on the 2800 studio mailing list. Cause that's the only way, you know, they don't put their stuff up on public. You get an email, then you got to use a password to get in right now. Um, I'm not going to say what it is specifics, but if you are an ECW fan, get to 2800studio.com, get on their mailing list. So you can see what their, uh, <laughs> drops are because they're very limited. So um, great business practice. If you want the limited merchandise, get on the mailing list. So uh, don't forget, you can also pick up uh, that wrestling podcast, t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeve tank tops, and more at whatamaneuver.net. Just search that wrestling podcast. So uh, 
War Games happened over the weekend, and I thought it was an outstanding pay-per-view again. Um, and it goes to show whether it's 2.0 or black and gold, they don't miss. Takeovers don't miss. Uh, Kevin, what do you think of War Games? Uh, I, I usually go with a full breakdown, but I'm not going to do that this time. So we can all <laughs> share a little bit. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, the women brought it. I was like, how are the men going to gonna uh, surpass that? And I didn't expect the men's event to go so like almost 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. But I know, I know with the time amount, you know what I mean? It, it takes a lot of time when they, when one by one, but yeah, it was a fast, fast, fast show. Uh, what did you, Brian, what did you think? Which, which was the better war games match for you? The women's or the men's? Uh, for me, it's the women's cause full transparency. I haven't got to watch the men's one yet, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I will say I liked, okay. So the one thing I didn't like about it was, it almost seemed like Wade Barrett was calling out that every single wrestler had to bring in a weapon. Why, why does the ring have seven trash cans underneath? Is <laughs> the, the performance center that dirty that they need that many trash cans? What is that about? But it is in Florida. It is. <laughs> that's, you it lends itself to that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, I did. I did think that match was a lot of fun. And I liked the story in that match of Cora Jade and the shoulder separation and EO, you know, Dr. EO <laughs> pulling her arm back in and how she actually picked up the victory. I thought that was really cool because most of the other uh, wrestlers on her team were pretty well established. Um, her off the top of the cage kind of senton dive was sick through yeah. the table there. That was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I got to get to the men's. I know, I know Braun picked up the victory, which I predicted. Um, so I need to see that to its fruition. Um, but yeah, the ladies so far so good. And I did see, uh, uh, the tag match with Imperium and uh, Wagner and O'Reilly. So that was really good as well, but I'm uh, not surprised to hear you guys say thumbs up overall. The well, Brian, the I think it's time we can, we can, we can put it out there that your new, Polar Express Pittsburgh Steeler podcast is coming soon, which is why you couldn't watch the uh, yeah. main event of War Games. Uh, Joe, what'd you think of the uh, takeover? I got to agree that I thought the women's uh, War Games match was better than the men's. I thought the men's dragged a little bit. Maybe it's because it was at the end and I was already exhausted. But the uh, fact that the women told more of a story and uh, the spot that I, besides, you know, the swanton off of there i gotta say that the uh, spot that i really is i really thought was most memorable was dakota kai in the garbage can oh yeah i've never yeah, seen that, that before great. i'm like that was new she's in there and gets swung around by uh raquel gonzalez and i was like okay this is entertaining that was thought it was a good match i liked the tag match i liked that kyle o'reilly wasn't stupid enough to <laughs> fall for the uh turn and yeah overall uh good takeover as always Two things none of you have brought up is Joe Gacy and how amazing he is and Johnny Gargano's gear, a compilation oh, yeah. of all of his Marvel gear over the years. Now, when we get into the TV, we'll talk a little bit about what's next for Johnny. Uh, Kevin, you get the last word on TakeOver. <clears throat> yeah, uh, uh, Cameron Grimes' match was was pretty fun as well. I personally liked the uh, the men's war games uh, a little bit more than the women's. The women's was, was fantastic. Just certain points of the men's. The one moment may, may really made me laugh was uh, uh, Braun trying to uh, cut the, the uh, oh, chain link. <laughs> and he was like, mm! and then it like, he was like trying to rip it off the camera. Like it looked like it cut. So maybe they were trying to help him. And then he finally got it. Uh, and Gargano and uh, Tomasa doing a little DIY or uh, DIY. Uh, 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 you know, some of their old moves and yeah. just seeing the emotion uh, uh, from them. And it just seemed like it was like hard hitting, like, like they, they knew they had to probably bring it to, to, to look better than the women in theirs. Cause the women, they set the bar high, but man, just throwing against each other in the cage and like just nasty falls. It was, I thought it was uh, a fantastic story made Braun look, extremely like a monster and he's still likable, right? He was with, with a bunch of heels, but then he's, he's still, he looks like 
the future, you know, of, of NXT. Did that, yes. that cemented him looking like the future of NXT? I mean, it's obvious with Triple H out, people don't know how to use bolt cutters. So that's what the deal is. And <laughs> the, the, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, that's why they're luckily there was 10 other guys in the ring. They could cut to the ring and not worry about it. And yeah, right. Braun Breaker now is a big deal. Not just because of war games, but I feel that with his presentation on NXT TV this week, it felt like a big deal. And for me, this is the first time Braun Breaker with two Ks, which is stupid, felt like a big deal. I even like the name now. I didn't like the name at first. Yeah, I am all in on, on Braun Breaker. So I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm missing something. Didn't Kyle O'Reilly turn on Wagner at the pay-per-view? No, he Wagner was... turned on O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly I thought it... knew it was coming. So like... he uh, turned around and said, you can't get me. I'm not dumb enough to fall for that. Ah, okay. So that's why he already fell for it. That's why Wagner was getting booed on TV. And of course, um, if you go back a couple episodes where I thought O'Reilly and Wagner could be the new Sean and Diesel, I'm obviously wrong. And we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen with Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, he got the retribution beat down. will still be a thing. Still. Oh, <laughs> I'm digging up all, those old bones. All Andrew. three of them are still in the WWE. Wow. So it could happen. Asshole. So uh, <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen to Kyle O'Reilly. Um, you know, usually go out on your back. And if he's done, that's a great way to write him off TV, getting beat down in the cage. Uh, on NXT television. Um, I got a text message. I'm going to read it. And when I read it, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. And the text message is from uh, Brian. Oh, from doesn't Brian. sound like something I do, but we'll go right ahead. <laughs> I would text something cool. Tout. <laughs> now you 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 it, it wasn't cool. Oh okay. Um, okay, Carlito. <laughs> Where's my apple? How about that ending to NXT? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, yep. How oh, about that, that said, ending to NXT, Brian? What did you, you think said, of it? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were so angry. Like, I'm on the okay. West Coast. I don't get to watch it when you clowns do. But what did you think of that ending, Brian? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was perfect. I thought after, okay, we all saw it. I mean, Gargano speaking from the heart. He really embodies NXT more than anybody, right? It just, he just has that in his veins. And he gave this great speech and the talk in the back of your head as well as contracts up what's going to happen. He talks about having his baby in February, all this stuff. And then of all people, freaking Grayson Waller, who he is the, the Paul brothers, the Jake Paul, Logan Paul. He's, he's that character right now. Of like, I'm getting the views. I want the likes and all that. And he takes him out. So it's one of two things, right? Either he's, Gargano's re-signing and you've got a big, big feud when he comes back, you know, presumably after they have their baby in February or he is gone and he's done and you just built this Grayson Waller guy to be the a-hole that took out the heart of NXT. Absolutely loved it. I hated it. Oh my goodness. The I anticipation for the ending, you, all that? Uh, no, I hate the hours. crowd. Oh. We've oh. already established the Florida people fucking suck. All the chants. Shut the fuck up. Let the guy talk. They didn't chant this shit every time there was a break when Mark Henry was fake retiring with the with the salmon jacket. Let the guy talk. And then the beatdown, it's obvious he's resigned. He's he's coming back, whether it's next month, it's after the kid. But it, it, it they gave it away. They absolutely gave away that he has resigned, even though nothing has gone public about his contract status. Um, can I can I talk about what happened after the show that's, now? That's exactly that what my counterpoint to that. Go ahead. Okay, so 
that was kind of as the show goes off the air, that's kind of where I was leaning to. Like, okay, they got an angle. He'll be back, you know, four or five months down the road. But then it leaked on Twitter from fans in the arena that they really did the whole goodbye celebration to Johnny. Got to work the marks. And if they did, then, you know, you reeled me in because this is where I kind of flipped to, boy, I think he actually is done. Champa comes down there. You guys can find it all on Twitter. Champa comes down. They're sitting in the ring together. Um, O'Reilly comes out. The three of them are all like there. Shawn Michaels comes out. By the way, there's a halfway creepy photo of Shawn. <laughs> you know oh, I'm yeah. talking halfway? about shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think the heartbreak kid might have <laughs> slipped one past the uh, goalie there. Um, so, yes. Heartbreak, Brian, heartbreak is touching Candace's belly, right? They're, Brian, they're out there. All right, this is for Brian and Kevin. Yeah. When your wives were pregnant, did r- people touch their bellies that weren't you, men, men-wise? L- Laura hated it. I, I would let Shawn Michaels do it if he asked me. Yeah, but, <laughs> but <laughs> no one else. Would you wear your new Diesel shirt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so that that part of it, if, if, yeah. they, if they're going all this way, to do all of that. And that makes me think that, boy, he might really say it's time to move on. And he kind of alluded that into the speech of like, you know, something about change and, you know, you got to, you know, move on sort of thing. And, you know, maybe that means he's going to come back and go to raw or SmackDown, right? Who knows? Uh, There's so many things I, I haven't come to a conclusion, but I've changed my opinion to leaning toward, I think he is actually done. And Grayson Waller is going to get the the push. Wow. Well, you're wrong. Uh, Kevin, (laughs) time will tell. What did you think of MSK finding the shaman? (laughs) I, the lead up to them finding Riddle, right? The last couple of weeks, it's kind of silly. They're, they're terrible actors. Uh, But them finding Riddle and then being like, oh, I see you brought a bag. You care to share? Like, I was like, sharing, okay. Sharing is caring, bro. Or she, yeah, sharing is <laughs> caring. Like it, was, it was hilarious. Like, I, and he's like, I'm going to be there the, the next couple of weeks. So it'd be, I, I hope Riddle's going to be like, kind of like, you know, a mentor. Take him to the ring. You know what I mean? Have it more fun like that where they can have a Riddle presence. Cause, cause Riddle's, Riddle's on fire. Right. Did you, and, and, did you ever see the MSK's impact stuff? No. So their gimmick was they all hung out in a treehouse, and it was very similar to this thing with Riddle, but uh, it was like that '70s show where they would like uh, okay. su- they would go around the room with like the the the, the puff puff pass Got situation, it. and that looks like that's the angle they're going with MSK uh, in NXT. Which I mean, whatever, it's goofy, it's fun, uh, but like you know, MSK. I mean, they won the tournament, they won the belts. I mean. They really kicked ass in the beginning, but I don't know how you rebuild. And I don't know if Riddle is the answer. So well, the thing is, they pulled themselves on that because of it. So that it yeah. was good. They, they brought I that gotta disagree. open. Riddle has totally turned me around, but it's like, I got to disagree because they needed something to get that stupid NXT crowd back on the good graces of MSK. And Riddle is so over with any crowd right now with his shenanigans that you definitely it works i didn't expect it to happen and i love the fact that he went and i miss my broser way like and yeah, msk yeah. just yeah. gave a look like he's not dead like yeah. what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> um joe anything else from nxt tv no i think you uh hit on the whole shaman thing and uh I, oh i do gotta say the kyle o'reilly uh cage match what were we? What was he about two feet away from the door when it kept slamming on him? It's yeah. like it was so weak. So I, I mean, Big E's hand uh, took more of a beating when he had the door slammed on him on Monday night <laughs> than uh, Kyle O'Reilly being taken off of TV. But other than that, I thought it was a decent episode of uh, 2.0. I just, um, I think it's about time that the old black and gold guard. Uh, move on they're kind of reminding me of the ecw originals against the new breed and i think it's time for them to uh pass the baton and either move up or move on like la night 
it's he, trending he, that he, way. He needs to move on. I, yeah, I, I think I think it's now like after the war after war games. I think it's time to uh, pass it pass the baton over. Really make it the 2.0 show. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the future. And uh, Monday Night Raw. I think it's better when Bob Lashley is on the show. I mean, he beat the shit out of everybody. Like he did what he's supposed to do. I don't want it to be a fatal four way at day one, but if we get it, okay, I'm all good. Um, but the one thing I didn't like about Rob, and this is a re- it's wrestling in general, but it really popped out again on Raw was the fucking sneaker wars. <laughs> I knew you would say something. But I'm not going in the direction you think I would. I love sneakers. I've got 85 pairs in my... I have a sneaker room in my house. But the constant, you know, every, you know, everybody in AEW is wearing Jordan 1s or big name hype shoes that come out that week. Give me something different. Give me an Iverson. Wow. Give me a Reebok pump. Give me an air raid. Give me a KD. Kyrie or LeBron. That, something. Is that a you Jordan? Want, you want these? These are. Or is that just? Is that Air Monarchs? Uh, air Dash. Those no, are the dad shoes. Uh, give me a pair of Shaquille O'Neal black those are, pumps. Those are Air <laughs> Paylesses, I think. <laughs> these are. These give are, me some uh, Larry Johnson Converse. All now we're models. talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> what do you want? I Shaq just, from Walmart. You know, I'm. I'm just over it. I'm over well, the, it. The thing is, I agree with you because of the fact where 99.99% of wrestling fans can't afford those thousand two, three thousand dollars shoes. So exactly. Like, I look and I'm like, oh, those are sweet. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh, the Young Bucks shoes are pretty awesome. I'll never pay. But the point is, own them. all they're doing is buying what's brand new. You know, the sneakers app has the big, they're, they're, they're fucking hype beasts. And, and I've read reports that some of the shoes the Young Bucks wear are fakes because obviously you don't want to pay $2,000 for a pair of kicks just to ruin yeah. them in a wrestling match. But I'm just over it. I'm over it. So I, I, you know, Jericho got beat down like two weeks ago on AEW and he's wearing fucking br- like bright white and black Jordan ones. Britt Baker, every picture online is fucking Jordan ones. I got a closet full of Jordan ones. But uh, I'm just over it. And, and even though Edge had a Jordan 3, which doesn't get a lot of love, you know, I, I love Jordan 10s. Someone rolls out in a Jordan 10 next week, we know they listen. Um, what, did you, <laughs> what did you guys think of Ms. TV? Let's start with Brian. Um, good stuff, man. No, the, both mm-hmm. those guys are, are absolute masters. Yeah. And, I mean, really playing off of the week before how – edge of talking about the who should I face next and Miz feeling disrespected. It's like he comes out and he does Miz TV this week. And it's like, God damn, you're right. You're so good. <laughs> you're so good. And uh, you know, I think we've all talked maybe even on last week's show about how this could possibly lead to maybe Miz versus edge and uh, their respective ladies, Phoenix and uh, Maurice, maybe at mania or something like that. But loved it. Keep it going. Uh, only only point docking for Miz was uh, he challenged Edge for January one. Yeah, there was a, he had a couple. He had a couple flubs, which yeah. normally he's really good, but he yeah. had a couple flubs this week. Happens, uh, happens. Stay one. Yep. I really enjoyed that they had Liv and Becky main event on the anniversary of mm-hmm. Trish and Lita's main That's event. Cool. Nice nod to that. Um, the angry girl in the front row is a fucking plant. No way that girl was real. She's, she's no Ms. girl. It's a fucking plant. She looked less angry to me and more confused. <laughs> Did anybody see <laughs> Like, Ms. girl was like the death stare. Yeah. This girl kind of had a blank look on her face like, I don't know oh, what happened. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think she's going to get as much traction She's as, as legit girl. as tag team champion Nicholas. Total plant. (laughs) Yeah. But um, what I liked about the main event, Liv's video package made her feel like a big deal. And Graves, as she was coming to the ring, I thought maybe Liv could win. Like, I really thought maybe it was going to actually happen. Um, 
Joe, what'd you think of the main event other than fake Ms. Girl? Uh, I thought it was a good match. Um, I, I liked the ending of Becky doing the rope, uh, pulling the tights again, like she did against Charlotte. I mean, she's the heel. She has to win by uh, those means. Does it mean that now they're all over Twitter and Instagram and all over social media? Does Liv deserve a rematch? She'll get one at day one, but I don't see her winning. But I think that they established her as, okay, this is someone that we can keep around instead of just like, you know, she had her shot. It's over. Uh, Good luck in catering. No, that's not going to happen with Liv, at least not for 2022. A year ago, I never thought I would have been good with watching a Liv Morgan match from start to finish. I thought it was really, really good. Kevin, any thoughts on Raw? Uh, uh, Joe kind of hit it right on the right on the head. If she didn't look good in that main event, I feel next next list of future endeavors. She she looked like she belonged. You mentioned the video package. The one the one gripe I always have about Liv Morgan though, it's like in the back. She always looks like she wants to cry. Yes. Like, yeah. Right? She has the like, tears too. Like all, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, it's just like, you know, get angry. Like, like show, show some more passion, but she looked, she, I thought she looked good in the ring. I thought uh, the match when it started, didn't start like 20, 23 minutes before the uh, yeah. 11 o'clock. I was just like, okay. They, they gave, they gave them time. Good? They gave them they a good gave time. A couple commercial breaks. They they really they made they made Liv Morgan, and I'm I'm pretty excited to see what happens in the future. Before we get into AEW TV, uh, I listened to a brand new podcast this week, and I absolutely love it. And I think that if you are into the inside workings of pro wrestling, WWE specifically, Brian, I know you're into this shit. Uh, wrestling with Freddie, aka WWF. Oh, yes. yes. Freddie Prince Jr. has a brand oh, new podcast yeah. talking about his time as a writer and the things he had to do while working at WWE. Now, uh, our social team tweeted out about it and also mentioned the time that Freddie told me I couldn't sit with him at a at a show <laughs> in in Hollywood, and Freddie Prince Jr. responded. Here is what Freddie wrote back after they they said that, you know, Freddie told Jason he couldn't sit with him. Uh, quote, no one may place their buttocks in the homie seat but the homie. Close quote. So thanks, Freddie Prince Jr. But definitely go check out Wrestling with Freddie. There's a story in episode two about a promo meeting where Vince had Seamus and Ray, uh, Wade Barrett <laughs> Acting I, like I, I told this. him to act like dogs, <laughs> and then in episode four that came out today, Wednesday, it's the story of what Awesome Kong really was supposed to do when she came to WWE before oh. the uh pulling the heads off the Barbie dolls. Yeah, dude, this is a great podcast, they're about 40 minutes to an hour. Uh, do go check out Wrestling with Freddie because it was awesome but do that after you finish this episode uh we're gonna get into aew tv i did not get to watch it so joe uh you saw the beginning kevin saw oh, the middle and oh, you saw the i saw bit. the beginning yeah that's and all i saw brian so saw with, the uh, end i, I saw, saw the yeah i'll start with the beginning uh well, cm punk comes out to mjf's music and oh, i swerve yeah. i like yeah that. he did and he was definitely the heel and he played they were in the Long heel. Island, right? Yep. And they he played the heel. They boo him and they booed him, but they didn't boo him very loud. So yeah. he kept calling them out, going like, "Chicago's better. Come on, you can do better than that." Like, and he, the my only gripe about it because he finally gave his heel promo that Jason, you should watch it because you we've been waiting for this side of punk. I wish he wouldn't have relied so much on your sports team sucks in the promo. He mentioned that the Islanders have not won a home game. Well, I think I counted five times. Well, you know why, right? You know why, right? Yeah. Cause he's a huge, because he's a huge uh, Blackhawks fan. So played there. (laughs) The Islanders had a 13 game road uh, 
swing to start the season because the oh, brand new arena, the arena wasn't ready. Yeah. Right. So they played like 13 to 15 games on the road and they've only played a handful of games in New York. So that's why they've said, Oh, you can't win here. And, and so that's one thing that was like funny because he did the whole <laughs> heel thing about it was uh, he's like, Oh, congratulations. You beat Ottawa last night. That's like me beating QT Marshall. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That's a good that line. So, uh, but right. uh, Kevin, what did you think of uh, what else, what else promo? happened after what else happened? What, what else happened? Anything else after Punk's promo? After, well, after there was that, one thing that I have to make fun of uh, Kevin's boy for, but go ahead. After, so after that, he, he, he left punk punk was fantastic. Uh, he left, it went to commercial, came back like a promo video package ran for MJF. And it was like, uh, all state linebacker, uh, most tackles in a season, uh, freshman varsity wrestling Glee club, never taken, never taken down Uh captain of the acapella group, acapellas. And then it was like, uh, holds the plane plane field is that it plane field well he was that guy who's 25 years old and mm-hmm. still has his varsity jacket <laughs> which he wore to the ring like yeah. a giant d-bag but, but a few other things it was like holds the record for one minute 38 seconds of a keg stand and you know he's good with the ladies and like you just see like pulling little- chicks Oh yeah. (laughs) Then it like fades. Then you hear his music. Place goes crazy. Uh, and like you can see he's getting emotional, right? Like it it, see it in his face. What's he? Oh, he looked like he was like. Well, I don't look. I don't look so closely at his face as you do. What are you looking at? His body. No, I'm just basically just wow. What are you gonna look at? No, I'm not. I'm not as invested as you are. (laughs) I was just thinking that he came out as his normal self, taking it all in. No, but I think was I was nuts. I think I was thrown back by the fact that he was wearing his varsity jacket from when yeah. he was in high school. But it was just it was funny. Like a lot of signs, yeah. like little girls with we hate MJF signs. And it was it was a great I thought it was a great start. Just, just the promo, him walking out for the battle royal, uh uh leading, you know, the winner is gonna get the the uh was it dynamite diamond ring, uh winner of that the match, match next was, week. Yeah, MJF and uh, Dante Martin's going to be next week. So that Battle Royal is actually uh, a lot better than I expected it to be. Uh, it was fun. Do you want to really mention how Dante Martin may be breaking the record for most face heel turns I, yeah. from the big show? Again? He turned on Team Taz tonight. It's been, <laughs> well, he's That's turned, right after what, I joined two in the show. And I was like, two what? weeks? Uh, Brian, was uh, MJF's mom there? I saw that tweet you posted about her. She wrote that she posted something on Twitter. It was mm-hmm. a sign. Is that oh, you? I know I didn't do that, but I did see that as well. Yeah, they. Uh, it was like probably his second grade picture, and the caption said, "This is the last time my son wasn't an asshole." <laughs> 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 Props to mom and dad for playing into it. But yeah, they, was, they were there. They were there. What was, is, uh, I don't know if they showed him on camera. I didn't see that. But what was uh, what was the main event? Um, it was Johnny Silver, Johnny Hungry yeah. versus uh, oh, nice. Brian Danielson. It was Ooh. Danielson plowing through the dark order once again. Um, <laughs> I, I only caught probably like the last half of the match, um, but it's about as you expected. Uh, Danielson yeah. wins. Um, basically, uh, you know, basically knocked out, tapped out, if you will. Yeah. Um, Silver. Doctors are checking on him. Danielson on mic says, um, I promised I was going to kick his head in. So he goes to do that. Hangman comes and runs down, nah. makes the okay. save. We'll see you next so, week at winter is coming. Sounds like a pretty basic episode yeah. of, uh, of dynamite. Not too bad. Um, I might try to get to that later tonight, but what we are going to get to is something that's been gone for a few weeks. It's time for the five count. That wrestling podcast presents the five count. All right, so this week's five count, I described it as five hot takes. <laughs> Brian, of course, had to question it. So Here it's five things that we think is going to happen in 2022. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> Go ahead. Num- number five, clarification on all five count topics without <laughs> me asking. Okay, no. Um, so, yes, hot takes. 
These are like our predictions of what's going to happen for the year. My number five, Kevin Owens will debut in AEW early in 2022, Mm. and he is going to win the Owen Hart Memorial Cup that they haven't announced the details of it yet, but they said it's going to be coming. And if you know Kevin Owens, he uh, Owen Hart was his favorite wrestler. He named his son Owen after Owen Hart, much like a member of the show named it after uh, one of their favorite wrestlers. Uh, you guys know who that is. Must be a cool um, guy. Must be. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my number five. Owen's AEW, or it'll probably Stay be Kevin cool. Steen at that point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stay cool. Keep rocking. Stay cool. Keep rocking. <laughs> over under 95 watches, right, Kev? Uh, uh. What are we taking over? First night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number four, Austin Theory. He's going to win the Raw World Championship before the year is over. He's got the rocket ship on him, man. Vince is in his ear. I think he becomes champion before the year is over. Number three, uh, Omos is the runner up in the Royal Rumble. It seems like they're teasing him and AJ splitting their ways. And I mean, he is such a freaking monster. I think he gets in the rumble and they give him the the treatment where he throws out 15 guys, but I don't think he's ready for a main event spot at WrestleMania. No, 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 uh, I hope not. uh, I hope not. So yeah, he'll, he'll get eliminated second to last or last. Um, He's not going to win it, but he's going to do great. And then we'll say he's the runner up. Number two, uh, going back to AEW, Wardlow is going to split from NJF. There's been teasing of that, and he's going to do that. I think his potential is great, and he will win the TNT championship at some point this year and have a long reign. My number one, boy, I I could not think of one for a long, long time. This is a, a shot in the dark, but that's what that makes this fun, right? Number one is... Triple H will have a retirement match. Triple H, we know maybe what three months ago now had a, a heart attack or a as WWE like heart to say procedure. like a heart related incident at a local medical facility. You no know, one really knows, and he he's you know starting. I think there's like videos of him online doing a tour of a facility. Um, so. I don't know, you know, Jerry Lawler's still wrestling and he almost died on Monday Night Raw 10 years ago, right? After having a heart attack. So I, th- I think Triple H much better shape and, and age wise. So we'll say, I don't know if it happens at Mania, maybe one of the Saudi Arabia shows. They always pull out the big stuff for that as well. But Triple yeah. H will have his retirement match in 2022. Okay. So I'll go <laughs> next. Becky Lynch, number five. Becky Lynch will turn face. But we'll lose the Raw Women's title to Dewdrop. I think that Dewdrop is getting a lot of run lately with big names. Mm-hmm. So why not have it her win the Raw Women's title? So that's number five. Uh, number four, I think the WWE will purchase Ring of Honor, which is the library and whatever else comes with it. I don't think they'll relaunch it. I do believe that this will lead to WWE selling everything to an NBC, a Fox, maybe Disney. Who knows? That's my number four. Number three. We talked about him earlier. Johnny Gargano will have a Daniel Bryan-like run in WWE on the main roster. Um, Obviously, I don't think he'll be main event in WrestleMania, but... I do think this year he will get on the main roster and he will have a huge, huge run. Uh, Number two, AEW. I believe Rampage is going to switch days and times. Um, We've talked before how nobody watches because it's taped. And my idea is keep it on TNT, but do it Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock. We all talk about the one-hour wrestling show the love we have for it, put it on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. You know, obviously at 10 a.m. They can't go, you know, as edgy as they could, but maybe this is something that they consider unless they are going to try to go up against impact or, you know, who's on or NXT again, who knows? But I do think that if you switch it up, do something a little different. I was going to say six Oh five, but no, but just keep it on TNT. Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And uh, number one, Austin Theory will win the world title. Hey, look at that. Great minds. Which 
which will begin his ascent. He will be the next John Cena, the next star, the next cornerstone, the man for WWE. And it all starts in 2022. Love it. So that's my five count. Uh, Kevin, go ahead. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> number five, uh, Brian, you mentioned a Royal Rumble uh, slight prediction. I'm going to, I'm going to predict Bianca will win the women's Royal Rumble so she can stop saying she got cheated at SummerSlam, yada, yada. And then mm. she's going to challenge Becky for that WrestleMania match. Back number four, back Rumble wins then Kevin. Yep, back, to back, back to back. Number four, uh, Jay, you're, you're, it's a question leading into my number four. Cause I, I, I don't know the timing. The, when does AEW do their ladder type matches with the Joker? That's um, I think that's double or nothing. The Casino Battle Royale, but they all have a bat Casino Battle Royale of some sort. That, that, so, so that, so that that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking with my number four. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott will be the Joker in the next ladder match. Uh, Revolution probably. I was trying to think, I'm just like, man, I, I want someone, uh, you know, good that got unfortunately released from WWE. And, and, you know, this week he's been just putting a lot of pictures with AEW superstars and wrestlers and uh, in, in the AEW talent. So I'm just like, you know what? Leo Rush was there and, and Leo's getting some, some good uh, matches. I'm like, why not swerve? Put swerve. I think it's going to be great. Uh, so, so before you go on to the next one, yeah. something similar, a story that came out this week. Uh, Sammy Guevara said that top dollar will never be an AEW. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell that's all about, but uh, we'll, you know, keep your eyes peeled for that one. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. Number three, right? Uh, number, yep, number three. I think, uh, uh, Braun Breaker, he's gonna, he's gonna be on the main roster in 2022. Ooh, uh, wow, I, don't okay. predict, I don't predict the title, but I feel like the rocket ship's gonna be, and I think he's just gonna be such a big fish in NXT's outlook. I think they're going to want to push him, and, and not like a, um, uh, um, carrying cross type of situation. Oh, no. Bre- Breaker. I, I just feel with his singlets are, are, you know, are so Steiner esque. They're, I feel what, like uh, what is your percentage that this is going to happen? Well, there's a 66% chance that he's going to make it through the next takeover times 43% plus 192% that he's going to make it main roster. Uh, Number two, similar to what Brian mentioned, I do think Wardlow and MJF are going to separate. There's a point in the battle Royal. I had, I had eight total and I started crossing. Of course you did. And I was making some and I was just like, through throughout the last couple of days. And this one was a late bloomer on my list. Just seeing Wardlow and Hobbs kind of just going at it a little bit. And just those behemoths staring at each other. I want MJF and Wardlow to have a falling out. I want those guys to tag up as a tag team. I think Hobbs has, has a little bit more personality on the mic than Wardlow, but they both look like a million bucks. They're both massive dudes. I feel like they can, uh, maybe Hobbs will leave team Taz team Taz has to dissipate anyway. It's, it's so bad. And then number one, <clears throat> I think Gargano is 100% out of NXT. He will stay within the WWE banner, go to the main roster and bring Champa with him. Not necessarily to tag, but Tomasa has always said he will never leave NXT. He will never go to the main roster. He'd rather retire. But those guys are such, you know, good buddies, good friends. They have so much emotional, you know, ties uh, with each other. I think, I think Tomasa finally makes that jump. Kind of good to go with what uh, Joe mentioned earlier, you know, w- with the 2.0 brand kind of pushing, not pushing out, but showing there are further lands for the black and the, uh, the yellow brand. Uh, but with those NILs coming in, you know, all those, what, 15 signees, they're going to want to like get a lot of fresh blood. Champa leaves with Gargano. Gargano comes and he's like, I didn't come alone. And uh, both guys don't know. Ross Smackdown, it could be either. I just don't want to see Gargano leave. I don't want to see him get lost in AEW. All right, Joe, what do you got? All right. Uh, number five. Oh, out of my five, five count. 
I didn't ask my wife if she could make a prediction. So one of these is hers. Thought I have some fun. She watches enough of it and she sometimes is right. So uh, I'm going to tell you which one is hers when we get to it. <laughs> See, Number five. Sometimes is right. Sometimes, sometimes is right. <laughs> he doesn't listen. I can say whatever I want. Hey. Uh, number five. Hey, uh, go ahead. Finn, go ahead. Finn Joe, say something edgy. Go ahead. Say something <laughs> a little different. Well, yeah. If she Love can't you. hear you, if, if she can't she's up, hear you, she's still upstairs. If she can't hear you, <laughs> Don't say hers and give your thoughts. Right. No, unless, unless hers is actually good. You're like, oh, that's good. I think hers is actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, right. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's a pretty, uh, it's a decent prediction. Number five, uh, I think Finn Balor is going to be in AEW by the end of the year. Mm, interesting. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Uh, I think Kevin Owens was an obvious one. No offense, Brian, but I was going to put him, but I wanted to go something a little bit more out there. And if I'm wrong, who cares? It's my number five. Number four, I got to disagree with you, Jason. There will be no new women's WWE champion. Every champion in the women's division will be someone who's had the belt before. There will not be a new WWE champion. So it's going to be Becky. It's going to be Bianca. It's going to be Charlotte. It's going to be Asuka if she ever comes back. It's going to be Natalia, which Brian will love. It could be Carmella. It, we are not going to have a new woman's champion in WWE in 2022. And you're wrong. I, I, the way the trend is Morgan's going, going to I win on day one and ruin that prediction on day will. one <laughs> of the year. That's why I did it. Let's do uh, it. Number three, this is uh, Jessica's prediction. Vince McMahon will step down from WWE okay, by okay. the end of 2022. Right. And I quote, because he is so old. That was her response. It's like, he looks so old and so exhausted anytime he is on TV that he is going to step down. And she's like, with everything that's happening with all the releases, he is done. Uh, number two, I can't believe no one said this. Who took my Thank you, Brian. Who took my Brian, egg? Brian is the undisputed uh, winner of the chat tonight. Thank you. Uh, number two. I can't believe no one said this. Undertaker, Hall of Fame. Okay, sure. I said this like, I said this like four weeks ago. I know, but why didn't I? It was supposed to be you that. Did. Uh, number one. I mapped out an entire evening. You did. For the yeah, did, but no one said it tonight. And that, I mean, unless I read the fine print wrong of tonight's five count, Brian, <laughs> I think uh, that still needed a dessert, dessert to be mentioned. Number Whatever. one, Roman Reigns is still going to be universal champ for all of 2022. Wow. About that one. He is going to get the four-year Hogan run. Scorching oh hot take there, Joe. Scorching hot on number one. I think you know Jess has uh, had more more fire than uh, your number one. So. Hey, that's why I gave her one. Yeah. So that is this week's five count. Welcome back. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. All right, we're just about out of time, but this is always the time where we check in with Brian about the NFL picks. What happened this past week? Whoa, whoa. It was a rough week for the kiddos, but specifically for Harper. Oh, and three. Oh, and three. She had <laughs> all of her teams were the letter B. She had the Bengals. She had the Bills. She had the Broncos. And they all lost. <laughs> Brett had one different. He had the Chiefs over the Broncos. So he gets a win. He picks up a game. The kids are now... Harper is 19, 16, and one. And Brett, grounded. Right, <laughs> right behind Brett at 18, 17, and one. So we are we're one game apart from the dream scenario of the 12 mega flight with <laughs> with hopefully um we got just a, a few short weeks remaining, guys. We we are adding to week 14. And, uh, of course, they are doing with the 17-game uh, season, but there's a one-week wild card or one-week by 18 weeks. So we are down to, if my math serves me correctly, five games left, five weeks left to pick. So, so anybody's game. So what week are we going into? We're going into week four, <laughs> week 14. So since Harper went 0-3, can Brett be the thumbnail for this week's video? Because uh, she's Listen. never – 
he he is never the thumbnail. Like Listen. you're gonna ruin this kid when he's older when he has to go to therapy. My dad made me do these stupid pics with his friends, and Brian would never make me the thumbnail. So I think you need to make Brett the thumbnail this week for Harper going on three. Listen, I, I, Brett, you, go ahead, Kev. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I we were eating dinner tonight because we usually try to film Wednesdays. Sometimes he says no. I'm not fighting that five and a half year old. I know better. <laughs> so we usually have the backup for Thursdays. Yeah. We're eating dinner tonight. He's like, dad, we doing football picks. And I'm like, well, what do you think? Cause we always brainstorm. Cause he's like, he tries to one up, right? He's high yes. behind Santa. Sit on the couch. <laughs> he's, he's the character. Man. And so, so this, this week, uh, uh, it, 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 it should be funny. It should oh, be funny. Okay. I have a $50 bet. Give requests as well. Do it with Santa. Go to the mall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if one of you pull that off, I will give the first one of you to get oh, it done fifty dollars. All right, in that, in, in PayPal it. and have Santa call Jason a Mark. <laughs> I'll throw in another fifty for that one. <laughs> I want I want to I want to hear Santa make a pick. I want to hear. And Santa go, Jason, you're a Mark. Can it can oh. it be a Mark oh, oh, oh. or does it have to be a Matt Cardona? You're a fucking Mark. <laughs> what he said. No, can it just you're be a Mark? mark. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. I know. We don't so want Santa like, swearing ho, ho, in front of the kids. Yeah, yeah and we, we don't, don't need want Santa swearing in front of the kids. Because okay. all I can see is me do it and Brett's gonna be like, Santa, you're gonna on the naughty list. <laughs> you, you guys, you guys know that there would be a picture sent to all of you with uh, Harper in front of a very vulgar Christmas sweater we saw at the mall the other day. Uh, if uh, if Santa would say something like that. All right, so the wager is there. We'll all see right, if love you to pull it off. Uh, we're about out of time. Don't forget to follow on social media at that WrestlePod. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, all of our show videos are there. All of the pick videos with uh, Brett not being the thumbnail. And uh, yeah, everything that is this show is on um, YouTube. So go check that out. Uh, we will talk to you next week on That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it. <laughs>